tell me how to say ladies and gentlemen in gender neutral terms. Hey yo! Hey yo! Hey yo! Sorry. <laughs> you tell him that I'll have his money when I'm damn well ready. What is going on over there? You will deal with that Atlas harshly. Fight forever, Cardion! I think he broke it. What you made me do? And you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. The Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Now the time has come for all the two clothes overthrow the To be fair, if your dog was pooping on the floor, it's I probably didn't find it yet, right? Well, well, he didn't, it wasn't poop, but Roscoe got me once where I guess the one time out of the millions of the years he was alive, I guess I didn't pay attention when he needed to go and he was at the door. Uh, so he pissed on the bed. <laughs> and I didn't notice it until after I took a shower. One o'clock in the morning, I'm getting ready to go to bed, get my feet in the bed, and put my feet right in a gold, <laughs> nice cold <laughs> spot of pee. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> he did it on purpose. It was very strategic. The motherfucker did it on purpose. The only other time he disrespected me like that was, um, it was a couple months before he died. He had a seizure. And mom, I, I called the vet. I'm like, listen, my dog had a seizure. I just want to get him looked at. Like, call back in an hour, and we will have an opening. Just call back. I lay him in the guest bed with me, and I lay down with him. And he's still out of it. Like, he wasn't moving. He was alive, but he wasn't really responding. And I just lay him down. I start petting him. And as he sleeps and rests, because I don't know, a seizure takes a lot out of you. Yeah. As he's resting, you know, he's just laying still. And then as he lays next to me and sleeps, he starts doing his normal thing where he's starting to adjust and he's getting backwards and he's and then he started licking my leg, which is something he wasn't doing when he didn't feel good. And then he started licking my leg and I said, Kelly, come here. Kelly walks around the corner of the room and this dog stood up. Hi, mama. Like nothing had happened. Yeah. And then proceeded to walk across and drag his dick across my face. That's what he did. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, asshole. I guess you're feeling better. That's wonderful. Uh, Doxin Dick in my face. Hey, welcome to HIC Talk Radio. We're talking about Doxin Dick. Listen, it was a good day. He was fine. Um, who's not fine? Well, I guess he'll be fine. I mean, he's pretty much going to get away with everything and always has so there is that so let's not be sad for Vince McMahon he's retired and gone home and apparently that's only good for the rest of us and we have a lot to talk about about it and we have a full house we got Omega Squad we got Craig Lagans we got the new daddy Derek McDonald and we got the fat daddy me and Chris's old daddy and 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 Craig is big daddy because he's wearing a Bobby Boucher jersey and for those who are listening you can't see it that's what he's wearing okay so I got Chris on here because for weeks, as we were discussing it, 
I would get a text every time there was an update because believe it or not, I'm so busy at work. I don't got a chance to check the news all the time or check social media. And I mean that in a good way. It is a blessing that I have to read, to not be obliged to read social media the 10 hours I'm working. It's, it's such a refresher. But then every now and then when something new with Vince happened, I get a text and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like, oh, what happened now? Oh, Vince is doing this. Oh, he paid this much more. Oh, he paid this much more. That's great. And, uh, and then forgot what day it was, Chris. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. Yeah. Yes, because it was for SmackDown. I get a text and I'll read it to you. I'll just read it to you. I finally get a text from Mr. Omega Squad. And he says, whoa, Vince finally retired. And my reply, about fucking time. <laughs> because, uh, Chris, I'll start with you, sir. We all know. And you were saying from the beginning, you and Craig were both saying from the beginning, and I think all three, uh, all three of us, yeah, all four of us were saying, I know how to count. It was just a matter of time after this came out. And you're coming from a corporate and uh, perspective, Chris, so you have a little more insight on that aspect of it. It was just a matter of time. This was, of all the things, of all the years, this kind of news in 2022 was the straw that broke the old fuck's back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the question we had last time I was on here was, what else is going to come out of this, right? And as the weeks kind of progressed, there was more and more. It was $2 million, and it was $14 million, and then it was, oh, damn, we got to restate our earnings for three years. Um, Yeah, that, you know, was that the straw that broke the camel's back? Let's be real. Yeah, that was it. Um, (laughs) I mean... It, it comes down to if you're running a public company and you have to restate your earnings because you paid off people. Yeah, you're the SEC is going to come in and they're going to say no. You don't get to run a public company anymore. Um, so this, so this, so this is really is this is really the end, right? This is just. Vince is going to step away. Vince is no longer a in an employment situation with WWE, but we'll have to see where the investigations end up. You know, he could still end up in jail conceivably. You know, really, but for you because at first when we were talking, it was using his own money. So is it of all? Because I didn't read. This is what you guys are here for. This was uh, his money or company money. It's vague. Right, so the, the actual ah. the actual 8K says that there was multiple years of money that was paid to these women and that they either were paid or will be paid by Vince's personal funds, right? By Vince personally is the, is the term they used. So I don't know if that is vague enough to say that he paid they used some company funds but what i do think it does it means is that company resources were used to draw up said agreements right so corporate lawyers and hr people things like that and remember vince's money came from the wwe so it's yeah it came out of his pocket but all that stuff that got in his pocket uh, came from the WWE. And before I let the new daddy speak, let me just say, finally, again, the last time that 
we did a podcast with the great Omega Squad, Chris Green. It was when we had our 10th anniversary show. And Vince, we was then the news first broke. And Vince had just appeared on SmackDown and then and on Raw to get in front of the crowd. And I'm the one who said that was his swan song. That was Vince saying goodbye. But I got shot down. No, it's not. He'll be back. He's not going anywhere. They'll have to pry it out of his cold, dead hands. Oh, but no, it wasn't his goodbye. Now, I don't like to say I told you so. So that's why I have a big mic with cupped hands and I can say, <laughs> I told you so. That was his goodbye. He wasn't coming back. He came out on national TV to remind everyone, hey, I did all this for you. I brought you all this. The reason why you're all here watching this shitty product is because of me. <laughs> and that was his goodbye. So the last time we're ever going to see Vince McMahon on TV was when he jumped off the the, uh, the ring apron because he couldn't find the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new daddy, say something else quick. Hit me. And I, I what's the last thing, Derek, you're the one who broke it for me because when you, I didn't hear any of this when you came on our HIAC uh, Facebook messenger thread and said the old man retired, so I got to jump on. I didn't know what you were talking about. So you broke the story for me. I hadn't yeah. even heard that yet. So and thank you, it's, sir. It's crazy because when you said it was his swan song, I, I think it was just hard to me to imagine WWE slash F without Vince. Like he's he's always there. He was always there. And, and no matter how much trouble he got into, he always find a way to maneuver his way out of it. So it just, it wasn't a logical thought to me to go, oh, well, he's leaving, you know. He's, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna disappear and he'll be back to running as you said shitty horrible television but um it's it's crazy because i'm a wrestling fan and i assume most people are because of what vince did and if you're not a fan because of him what he did kind of kept you going when other things went around, you know went bad and to see it all in like this like it just took it from me his baby, you know, he built it up. He bought it for a million dollars and now it's worth billions. And they just snatched it from him. And all because he, he maneuvered and thought he was, for lack of a better term, a god. He, he thought, I can't be touched. There's nothing they can do. I'm, I'm Vince McMahon, damn it. Um, pay them their money. I don't, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Just pay them their money. They'll disappear. I'm Vince McMahon. And he turned around and it bit him in his ass. And a Hollywood screenplay writer couldn't write anything better three months ago steph was without a job <laughs> they were bashing her in the news the end of last year vince took triple h's baby in nxt and stripped it and fired all of his wrestlers and his whole entire crew and here we are now on july 26 and steph and vince um, steph and triple h are running the company and vince is at home bored it's 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 amazing how this story has gone. And, and the crazy thing is the story isn't over yet because we still we still don't know the findings of the investigation. This this is this is probably the craziest story in wrestling history besides the Benoit stuff. He raped a person. <laughs> I mean Vince, like that that came back yeah, up. Yeah. That was coming back up, but it's like, oh yeah, remember that a-holes? <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> 
I mean, and, it, it's there, there's more to come out, right? We were gonna, there's gonna be some kind of finding, um, you know, this, there's probably gonna be some kind of SEC sanction potentially on WWE. I don't know what it's gonna, I don't know what that's gonna mean. It could just be a fine that's minuscule, but. Oh, okay. You know. Uh, I was gonna be, can you please say uh, what that means for the stupid person? <laughs> yeah. All right, I got it. it. It could be a fine. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I think think the, the penalties could be up to, I think you could actually lose your license to be a public company. I don't think they're anywhere near that or anything like that. But um, it, it's it's just, it's it's very, you know, I, I do think that based on the information we had a month ago, um, you know, I, I do think that I, I, I do think that's, that was my opinion, but, if, but I didn't think, think it did say, Something else comes out of it, then we have to reevaluate, and that's ultimately what happened. But Craig, you were right; you win. <laughs> um, but you know, so it's 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 just interesting. That to me, I think if this was still a private company, this is this is the interesting thing to me is 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 Vince. This is where Vince's ego got in the way of it. If Vince never took WWE public, none of this would be. None of this would be a thing. I don't think. I mean, it might still come out, but he wouldn't give up the company. It's his company. You can do whatever you wanted. You know, but as a public entity with investors and things, you have to follow rules. They're generally accepted counting principles and they're and they are arcane to most. And I I do and I will I, even as a CPA, I'm not exactly sure how this works, but I'm 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 sure that that uh they had a lot of lawyers and auditors going over whether or not WWE had some sort of liability and, and, and or expense that they had to record. And obviously they did. So it's just very weird that it ends up being an accounting scandal <laughs> that will ultimately do in Vince McMahon. And, you know, it, we, we talk about the hush money and, and the hush money and the stuff like that. And yeah, unethical, probably illegal, maybe not, but you didn't record it on your earnings. That's what you, that's what got him in the end. You know, I I think we'll all agree, and to steal a line from Ocean's Eleven, we'll all agree. Uh, it's all about the money. It really is. It really is. Unbelievable. Well, I think from the from the time we were last together, Chris, um, and now, obviously, more stuff came out. I think that's what forced him to uh, step down because as things were coming out, that's when advertisers and yeah. board of directors start looking and say, maybe re it's really not smart to have this guy running stuff now, especially yeah. with, and I still believe the company is going to be sold uh, to uh, a Disney, M NBC, somebody, Paramount, somebody like that. So, in order to put their best foot forward, he should not be a part of that. Once the term investigations got involved, he was yeah. It was pretty much there was no conceivable way, majority shareholder or not, that he could come back in some sort of managerial capacity. I I wanted to ask you guys, and this could be a two parter. Um, what do you guys think the legacy of Vince McMahon has been, and? second part the future of the wwe now that vince 
and other people are no longer in charge. So you pick which one you want to start with. Derek, you first. His, his, his legacy will be, this is going to sound like a cop out. It's going to be complicated because for everything Man, you he ain't, did. You ain't wrong. <laughs> for everything he did to hurt wrestling, he helped it. And in a way, you can look at it as you, WrestleMania comes to a town, New York, Houston, Texas, you know, Orlando, whatever. And it brings so many people that other wrestling companies can piggyback off of them just being in town and they can run shows and they can survive. That's all from his baby, which is WrestleMania. Um, he, he, he's made, when people think wrestling, they think WWE, WWF. You know, my mom, when she thinks wrestling, she goes, oh, WWF. She doesn't call it wrestling. She calls it WWF. Like, stop doing WWF in the backyard, Derek. You and your brother are going to kill each other. That's what she used to say to us when we were kids. So he's done, he's done a lot to help the business grow to the point where if you're a promoter, you kind of steal his, his, his business, you know, blueprint. On the other hand, he's done a lot to hurt the wrestling business. If, if you look at what he did to the territories, breaking promises, you know, breaking promises he made to his dad when his dad sold him the company. Um, if you look, if you know, I heard a story about God rest her soul, Ashley Mazzaro, and something that happened to her when she was across on, on a tour across seas, and they gave her money to keep quiet when she was sexually assaulted. There's so many things that happened under him. It's it, like I said, it's, it's going to be a complicated thing when we talk about Vince McMahon 20 years from now. And I think depending on who the person is you're speaking about, I mean, you're speaking to about Vince, I think you'll get two different sides of the coin. But if we're being honest, you can say he did a lot, but he was a piece of shit. I think if you're talking to an honest person, that's what they would say. Yeah, I, I agree a lot with what Derek said. It's 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 a complicated legacy because that's it, in 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 one sense you have a tremendous businessman um in another sense you have a ruthless businessman uh a guy who was not afraid to do whatever he wanted uh to to get to make his business work and you know he is no one is going to ever accuse Vince McMahon of being a saint, but will he? Is he a tremendous promoter? Yeah, I mean, you cannot look at, you know, the the juggernaut that he built, and and with with any kind of objective lens and say that is, you know, not not an incredible way. I mean, is there a lot of bodies buried along the way? I think we can name a lot of them, uh, you know, uh, so. We can certainly argue that that this was not the way to do it, but it was an effective way to do it. Vince, I don't think Vince will ever be loved because of it, but I think he, I think you do have to respect him as a, respect what he created, but maybe not respect the man, I guess, is what I, how I would put it. Oh, is it my turn? Oh, you want to go? Okay, go. Oh, yeah. Well, no, fuck Vince McMahon. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Come on. No, I. Everything you two said was correct. You know, a pioneer in wrestling, good and bad. Uh, bodies laying in his wake as well. 
including Snooka's girlfriend. Um, you know, uh, rape, steroid, the, the steroid abuse. Uh, I'm being 100% serious here. There's no sarcasm when I use that word rape. Um, it's a well-known story that is being well-known again. It was kind of forgotten about. Now it's coming back. Google Vince McMahon rape. Sorry. Um, all this stuff, you know, I mean, on a basic level, cheating on his wife over and over and over and over again. And, you know, when you find out certain things about people, you know, they deserve each other. What a match made in heaven. But at the same time, you know, I... It's a terrible guy that did amazing things and bad things that changed wrestling forever. Sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. Uh, and I guess the other thing is, is all this money he was using to pay off. And I know p- other people have said it, but in a, in a real way, how many releases happened? Mm-hmm. Because it's the electric cash. That's something now we're going to look back on for years. I think there's a to transition into the other part of it. What Craig brought up. There's a good chance to write this ship now more than ever. Cause Vince, mm-hmm. cause the one constant and especially Craig and I have talked about for years, if, if not many, many decades was you can't change anything if the main guy is still there. And again, all of the good things that did come out of Vince and being one of the things that most people who ever tried to run or ran wrestling company, one of the things they will all say, you had one guy this all went through in the WWF. You don't have that anywhere else. And that's Vince McMahon being the head of creative and being the final say. Now, at some point, like all good things, it becomes a detriment becomes a problem. Uh, ideas don't evolve enough. Uh, you stay back in the 90s or even the 80s sometimes looking at things, you know, suffering succotash. Um, and at a certain point, it became a problem to where no matter what they changed writers-wise or talent-wise, if the main villain will say in this story doesn't change in the back great you have no chance of changing creative but now you have a real chance triple h is back triple h and, and of course even with triple h it's a whole other set of really good things and remember that time you went over sting for no reason um you have really good things and really bad things but we could say creatively it's been more good than bad nxt was a whole other animal without him uh, with him it was a whole other animal without him. Hopefully, him. But if you notice, if you think about it, Kevin Nash is helping the big guys. Shawn Michaels is in NXT at Triple H. He's basically running the show. The Click is still running the business, boys. They won. Yeah, they won. Yeah. I mean, the Click won. Uh, the so long game. You played the long con. The Click is one minus one, unfortunately. But that's a whole HNP, as we say, as as Craig says, whole no podcast. But uh, there's a real chance with Stephanie, who I know is still a billionaire, but younger and more sensible than her dad, I think, because it is a woman in a predominantly male business who will 
puff her chest a little more than it needs to be, being that her name is what it is. And her husband, her husband, her hubby <laughs> is essentially running the show now. There's real change that could happen now. Uh, the rating after we recorded the last time we talked about Vince, they announced the ratings change. They're going from PG 13 to uh, TV. Okay. Whatever the frig. 14. 14. 14. We changed the year. So I guess we're going to curse more and show some more cleavage, boys. You know, the, 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 it almost has to happen that they kind of change things. They're going to have to put a foot forward to say that things are, are going to change without Vince McMahon at the helm. Now, there will be corporate stuff to that. Sure. Probably a lot of bunch of initiatives there. But I think they also have to change the tone of the show as well. I mean, just to prove that Vince's fingers are not all over this anymore. That's not going to be an instantaneous thing. But it, it almost feels like if you want to put your best face forward for any number of reasons, to, for, to get investor sentiment back, if you're trying to sell the business, as Craig alluded to, then you're going to want to put your best foot forward. You're going to want to bring the ratings in. Um, and, you know, and for fortunate for WWE is that they have tapped the guy who has probably led uh, WWE through its most successful product from a fan perspective in recent years. I mean, you know, I think, I think it's fairly objectively known that, that black and gold NXT was the preferred product for a lot of, uh, for a number of years, certainly was mine. Um, so, you know, I think, I think Triple H, Triple H is finally going to get his wish. I think Triple H has a tremendous opportunity. If he wants to, if he wants to, he can change the landscape of wrestling. He can change it dramatically. You know, we can, you know, you look at NXT, look who was champion in NXT versus who's been champion uh, on the main roster. And, and, and do guys like Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, get the opportunities that we've been begging for? You know, I guess the only thing is I wish this happened before guys like Samoa Joe got released. Right, uh, but I mean, how how far does Triple H want to go? Because there is a balance; you can't go too far from the formula. But let's face it, the formula isn't what it was, so you might as well change it and see what sticks. Uh, Vince McMahon ruined wrestling for me forever. Um, there's obviously no going back. I do the wrestling historian every week, not just because it's a feature on this podcast, but because it's the only time I can look back at wrestling that gives me joy back before all this shit happened, before it was sports entertainment, before it went public, before we fans had to tell everyone it was fake. And that had a ripple effect because then WCW was trying to do what the WWE was doing. Um, and that made w WCW unwatchable at times cough the ding-dongs um and or, or laser tron because they were trying to for the kids because that's what the wwf was doing it was for the kids um i can give vince mcmahon a lot of credit for um how he runs a business i always said he was like 
our former president, except he was more articulate, but the same formula, you hire a bunch of, of yes men and toadies, guys that aren't necessarily qualified for their jobs, but they know that he'll tell me whatever I'm doing is great, so he's hired. And if I ever go down for anything illegal, they're not going to flip on me, so that's why they have jobs for 20, 30 years, because of that. So he, in that respect, he, he knows what he's doing. But the steroid trial, everyone being on steroids, the deaths, um, Owen Hart, um, so many other um, sad uh, missteps. He uh, ruined the, uh, the sport that I love more than any. So um, I'm happy he's gone. Very happy he's gone. Um, happier still would be with Triple H in charge because you had not only you have a former wrestler, someone who, who, unlike the former president, didn't want to, always wanted to be one of the boys and never was, Triple H was. Um, he knows the ins and outs. And the guy has got an incredible eye for talent. You said, Chris, NXT. Look at the people that he brought through NXT that he discovered that American audiences uh, widely had never heard of Shinsuke Nakamura or Asuka. Um, and he had an eye on the indies, um, obviously uh, Roderick Strong and um, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and Adam Colbaby. And he made them the best heel faction in all of professional wrestling. The Undisputed Era was better than anything on the main roster and definitely better than anything on the AEW. Uh, that was all Triple H's baby. The, the four horsewomen uh, were all Triple H. Uh, his, he, the women's division was, was second to none. And they all went to the main roster and, had, and became uh, big stars. Uh, Carmella, um, when she was with this, you know, an NXT tag team that is no more, but she's still, you know, a main event talent on the main roster. So, I, I, I sent you a, a clip, Dan, a, a, a gif of um, how Triple H is going to treat all the, uh, the talent now, the ones he likes and the ones that he, um, he knows are Vince's guys like Austin Theory. But if that means a, that uh, a Finn Balor or a, a um, Rhea Ripley finally gets their main event push, uh, Ricochet, guys like that, um, and not so much guys that Triple H discovered, but guys that have just been swept under the rug uh, with all the talent they have. Um, does this mean we're going to hear, and I'm shuddering, and I, I know you, what, you know, Derek's waiting to hear what I'm going to say, but does this mean we can use the word belt now? Does this mean we can say hospital instead of medical facility? <laughs> can we say the words non-title match now instead of championship contenders match? God, I hope so. Can we say the word wrestling? Yes. Will can it we, can we call them wrestlers? Yeah, they call them wrestlers and not superstars, wrestlers, or even just fans instead of the <laughs> WWE universe. Look, I mean, you can call them superstars, but acknowledge they're wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. I mean, because it's kind of in the title, World Wrestling yeah. Entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. If you want to do it like that. But um, yeah, I asked these, the other two jabronis, Derek, but did you see Raw last night or were you busy? I did this. Okay, well, last night was the first Monday Night Raw in the history of the WWE 
where Vince was not in charge. Mm -hmm. um, it is in Madison Square Garden. Triple H was at the helm. He was at Gorilla. Um, and people were expecting something really fast right away. Probably the biggest thing that happened was the, the beatdown of Austin Theory, who was, we all know, was Vince's guy. Now, I don't know if this payback or because he really is the face of the company, but he wrestled four times last night. And I have a three-hour show. I think he wrestled about an hour and 20 minutes total uh, against everybody. And we were talking earlier about you heard the line of the night, Derek. Um, your daddy's gone. Yes, your, your daddy's not here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, got a big pop. He even broke up one of the Usos because apparently that was a shoot that wasn't. Um, and that was the second biggest pop. The biggest pop was when they came out and uh, the microphone didn't work. And uh, Paul Heyman went to speak and the microphone didn't work. And he said that we must have got a sound guy from New Jersey. <laughs> and then he pointed at him and said, <sighs> and said, your name has been added to the list. You're the next one out the door. <laughs> Funny yeah. stuff. But you were there, Derek. Yes. You yes. were at Mad Square Garden on the eve yes. of young Judah's birth. What yes. was your take being there on the first? You were at the very first Monday Night Raw without Vince McMahon in charge. You knew that going in. Mm -hmm. How did you feel? And um, I always liked the Garden. E even when they've been like terrible putting on shows, it's just something about being in the Garden that seems fun. Um, the first thing I noticed was uh, when Roman Reigns came out um, and a lot of Kenny Omega fans or CM Punk fans might not want to hear this, but Roman Reigns is up here yeah. and everybody else is down there. He's, he's, he's in his own, you know, he's on his own uh, plane. But um, it was, it was a, things on the show made sense. Um, I did notice that and my son pointed it out, there was none of that 24-7 title madness going on that made Oscar look horrible last week. So it seems like he's trying to tie up some loose ends. Um, I expect maybe we'll see his full vision by the fall, maybe September, October, he'll have enough time. Um, and to anybody doubting Triple H as a creative mind, all you have to do is turn on Dynamite on Wednesdays and you will see all his guys on Dynamite not being portrayed the way they were on his show. Because if you look at Adam Cole, Adam Cole was like the Shawn Michaels to Triple H's Vince McMahon. Adam Cole was his guy. And then you turn on Dynamite, Adam Cole's just a guy. He, he's just a guy hanging out with his buddies from the other show. Keith Lee was a very big deal. And although I'm happy he's a tag champ with Swerve, he was the guy to Triple H when he was in NXT. And it's funny because uh, if this would have happened a couple months ago, you know, Regal is still in WWE. Samoa Joe is probably still there. Uh, Killer Cross is probably still there. Adam Cole probably decides to resign and doesn't leave. All his buddies don't get cut. Claudio. Claudio, Tony Storm is probably still there. Ruby, you know, Ruby Riot or Rose, whatever you want to call her. Um, I do think, and I haven't seen a lot of people say this, now that Triple H is in charge, I think that door for talent to come back to WWE is wide open now. 
because you don't have to deal with the crazy old man who wants to change your name. And then after he changes your name, he wants to shorten it to just your last name. Like stuff like that is, is maddening. We might get two names back. We Riddle might be calling him Matt. We might have call him Austin Theory now. Right, Austin Theory. Yeah, I, I think I think the number one name that should be coming through the door. I now fully expect it is Johnny Gargano. Yeah, yes. did you see the the meme of a uh, Triple H calling Johnny Gargano waiting yeah. for his phone to ring? I did not, yeah. but that yeah. makes complete sense. <laughs> and it's and it's funny because the prime example is you know I remember being in an arena. To take over and Kaz and Enzo come out and the building was shaking and then they get called up to the main roster and Vince breaks them apart because Kaz is bigger than Enzo and within a year they're both going from the company and it's just like if you're Triple H you have to sit and go everything that I build up he just destroys it well, we've, we've talked about it. that ad nauseum right on, on this on this podcast every time we, we say okay hey you know, these guys are moving up to the main roster, then maybe they're going to get their shots, and then it's the Ascension, and then it's the Authors of Pain, and, yeah. and it's Tommaso Ciampa, and it's <laughs> Finn Balor. <laughs> Again, yeah. it's just like, oh. Yeah, it's so, the, the it only seems, credit. It seems like, no, I was going to say, it seems like the only people who managed to avoid that was Bianca, and it's not for a lack of trying, because they could have ruined her last year at SummerSlam when she lost to Becky Lynch in 10 seconds. Yeah. And the street profits, and that's only because Montez Ford. If you're blind, you can see he's a star. So, and that's the thing, like you have to be exceptional for Vince not to ruin you when you get called up. And the only NXT tag team champions that became main roster tag team champions was FTR. And that's only because they're that good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. if they weren't, but look at how, but they weren't. They were nowhere near as popular as Enzo and Cass were. Coming out of NXT. No. I think I think Dax, I saw an interview with Dax where he said Vince like scolded them for just being wrestlers. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, what? What do you yeah. mean? He want and he wanted to hear that he wanted them to to do skits with them in the shower right. together, them you know, wiping each other down and stuff like that. Yeah. And the what he the, typically what he does. He did it with yeah, the ascension, yeah. he did it with he did you know, do it with do it with that with that the revival. Do it with you know. Yeah. Do it and with AOP, whatever. Yeah, it makes no sense. Yeah, just make it, just make them, just you know, uh, just another tag team, or just just shit on them. And even if he, yeah. the way that Vince could change his mind about anybody or anything for one second, it's like, yeah, I like these guys, and then the next day or fifteen minutes later, yeah, I don't like them so much, and yeah, yeah let's get I mean, rid of them. We're fooling ourselves that we think it's going to be perfect under Triple H, but I gotta feel like it's an improvement. I mean. Yeah. I mean, how how much be- how how much worse can it get? Yeah, <laughs> you know? it, it got nowhere to go. But it's already the worst it's been in decades. This is the low the lowest rated you know uh, Raw and SmackDown the lowest ratings they've ever had because their product is so inferior. Yeah, you got it. The only way to bring it back and and they have SummerSlam this this weekend. I don't know if any of you guys will watch it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see who comes out of that as yeah. world champion because right now, you know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. And you're one of the things that happened in between the time we last saw each other was the day that Vince left that Friday afternoon when it was announced. Brock said, Brock walked out of SmackDown, said if Vince is gone, then I'm gone. And I, and we still don't know the whole story, but I'm guessing a phone call from Triple H. Or maybe a phone call 
from Triple H to Vince McMahon to Brock Lesnar yeah. that, hey, Brock, you know, can he come back? Because Brock was there at the end of the show. But he did walk out of the company because of uh, Vince not being there. So yeah. going forward and with this SummerSlam show coming up, um, we don't know what the long-term um, future is with Brock. Same thing with, with Roman Reigns. Um, do you put the bells on an Austin theory? Do you gamble it like that if this is, in fact, a new you know direction that we're going? Chris, yeah. you're lucky you want to say something. Well, it's hard to see. You know, we're so close to SummerSlam, right? So how much could they logistically change, right? And I think that's part of what, you know, why Raw was would have been the way – it probably – Raw was probably mostly the way it was going to be anyway, maybe with the exception of the beatdown of Austin Theory. Um, but you're, you're – I feel like you're going to end up – SummerSlam ends, either ends the storylines or, or moves the storylines in a different direction. But I think it's going to end up mostly like it was, right? You know, it's just it's, – you're too far along to make the wholesale changes to SummerSlam SummerSlam. So basically, SummerSlam is still going to be mostly Vince's vision. Um, I think you look, you really have to look at WrestleMania as the real culmination of Triple H's vision. And I would expect a, a significant change in plans heading towards WrestleMania. You know, we don't really know what those plans are, but, you know, I think, it, I think Roman Reigns is the biggest question mark. What happens to Roman Reigns? Do you keep the belts, both belts on? I mean, he's had them for so long. Is now the time to make a change? But who do you do that with? You know? So, I mean, we, we may just have to wait for Triple H to build up some stars. Well, there's one in NXT right now um, that he could use um, and use the right way. And if we're getting names back, uh, Rex Steiner is a main event talent that could definitely help the company out uh, as long as get rid of that stupid ass name <laughs> then then we'll be fine but um get us something to uh look forward to dan speaking speaking of stupid ass names can we get rid of the name nxt two point goddamn o <laughs> can, can we please like uh, oh, oh that's that's the first thing i change i, I wouldn't do it everything goes black and gold on wednesday yeah, like immediately, immediately, like there's no transition, there's no announcement, there's nothing, there's no tweet, promoted like as usual, and then once it goes live, everything changes over. You know what you do is you have Triple H in like a hospital bed, and he just wakes up all of a sudden, it's all a dream. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the, it just changes, and then social media changes right as the show starts, and we never fucking talk about it again. Speak of this every in fact, pass this part. Passive. In fact, never play this again. Well, that's the other thing I was going to bring up. And Devil's Advocate, the last time the Triple H, um, we saw that Triple H was in this much of the spotlight was when he had to be rushed to the hospital because of his heart problem, um, caused no doubt by the stress of what they were doing to his baby in NXT. Now that he's the man, now. Um, if you're Triple H and you're going to get twice as much, if you if the, if you're going to the hospital because of the stress on your heart from running NXT, 
do you get a lot of help? You surround yourself with like-minded individuals, a la Vince, but people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about and know what the hell they're doing. Because uh, trip, they, they, if, and right now, I'm obviously he's being monitored because of his heart, uh, his, his history with his heart. But if you're Triple H, is this really um, since he, it hasn't even been a year since uh, he had that heart episode? You're Triple H now. What do you, are you, are you scared to be the guy now because of uh, what it takes to be the guy? It's weird because he had his team. He had, you know, he had Samoa Joe, who he was moving into a talent guy. He had Regal. He had a Road Dog. I believe he had Jeremy Borash, who's still there. And I think he had Gabe Spicoso. I think that was like his team. Borash was still there? Yeah, they, everybody's going by uh -huh. Borash. Bor Borash is still there. <laughs> and if I'm him, the first thing I do is I fire Kevin Dunn because he, apparently he doesn't like Kevin Dunn. Well, he's, he's already well, been, he's been demoted. Yeah. Well, what a coincidence, Derek, because nobody fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you get rid of Kevin Dunn, you, you get rid of Bruce Pritchard, and I bring in who I can. I call Regal and go, hey Regal, I understand you're on the contract. Whenever your whenever your contract is up, the door is wide open. Come on home. Same thing for Samoa Joe. And until those guys can come back, I build a team around me who because with Kevin Dunn, it's been the same show for what thirty years. It's it's been the same camera cuts. It's been everything's no, been no it's same. been worse, Derek. It's well, worse. It's yeah. bye, Kevin. <laughs> bye. Get the fuck out of here, you goofy looking motherfucker. Bye. You suck. Get away. Go to hell. Go yeah. home. Fuck your tape library. Go to hell. Okay. By the way, what a weird thing. If that story's true about his dad saving the tape library, so you have to give Kevin Dunn like a joke. That's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. Your show looks like shit. You have all so this weird. production and all these HD videos and all this shit, and it looks like so crap. Bad. So bad. Uh, like a prime example of that is I remember when AJ Styles debuted and he missed AJ Styles walking out because he was zooming in on Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Right. Yeah. And I remember thinking, what what a terrible like how do you miss this that? guy doing? Like he's a fucking moron. That's why. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, I hope this gets to you're a fucking goofy looking moron. <laughs> and guess what? You know how bad you have to be to everybody go, you know, I think Jim Cornette's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck you, Kevin. Yeah. Go home, you fucking piece of garbage. I mean, you, you have you know how you know how bad yeah. you have to be to miss something you know is going to happen. Like he knows these things are gonna, and he still misses them. And yeah. I mean this sar both sarcastically and kind of serious of all the shit that's happened the last couple months of last week. The best thing ever that I've heard is Kevin Dunn going the fuck home. Go home. You you contribute nothing to that show, and I don't care how that makes anybody feel. But you can't talk about that way about Kevin. Fuck Kevin Dunn and his stupid camera cuts and his eleven fucking edits. Uh, each wrestling move, it the show looks like garbage. Coming from an ugly fat guy, go home. It's so bad, and, and you hear stories like he doesn't oh. like wrestlers with act. Like they said, oh, he didn't like Sheamus when Sheamus debuted because he had an accident. He's from fucking Ireland. <laughs> Who do you think? <laughs> he said about Becky. 
I, I tweeted this. I tweeted this two days ago, and it's on my. And I used pictures. This goofy doorknob looking bastard with the <laughs> and as much money as he had. Again, and I think Jim said this at one point. As much money as you've been, fix your fucking teeth. This goofy looking bastard said that he didn't want Becky Lynch to get a push because she thought she was unattractive or not attractive enough. Sit up, you, <laughs> you cracker ass motherfucker. <laughs> Sit down, you, you got all, oh, all oh, that pissed me is... off. Oh, that triggered me. This snowflake was triggered. Oh. Well, this is what I was why Vince ruined wrestling because he hired guys like this and like guys like John Laronitis who got wrestlers from a catalog who went through page after page of fitness magazines and got people who didn't know anything about wrestling. And he focused on that. I don't want wrestlers. I want athletes or I want people that look good. It's because of him. We have the Bellas and they're for some reason treated like they're wrestlers of some, you know, risk in some loose, very loose fashion. You mean Hall of Famers, the Bellas? (laughs) <laughs> yes, the Hall of Famers, the Bellas. And, you know, we were talking about uh, last week, we were talking about the AEW, A&E biographies that are better than any professional wrestling yeah. show on the air currently. Amazing. But they did, they're doing, um, they're focusing a biography on, on the, you know, they've done The Undertaker and they did um, Goldberg. Um, and this week, this past weekend, they did the Bellas. <laughs> For what? <laughs> And they're doing rivals. Like they're looking at the great rivalries in, in WW history. So they did Brett and Sean, great stuff, even stuff I haven't seen before. The Rock and Stone Cold, which still may be the greatest in WWE history. And one of the other rivals, and they did under doing Undertaker and Kane. And they're gonna do uh Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, Eddie and Rey Mysterio, and Brie Bella and Stephanie McMahon. No. No, they're not. They yes, are. they are. Yes. Oh. You heard all the feuds I just mentioned? You heard oh, all the later? <laughs> what? Oh. oh, my God. Oh. Stephanie McMahon. Is that the one where... Uh... When Bree told her, her sister told Bree that she wished she would have died in the womb. I guess I don't know because I didn't watch. That's the best talk. That's literally the best thing that came out of that because I loved how awful the line was and how that made everyone feel and how they debated this. I'm like, listen, this feud is the stupidest thing that's ever happened. But God damn it. If I didn't like the absolute stunned silence (laughs) of the crowd when she goes, I wish you die, and it's the you way know. she delivers it. Yeah, I wish. I wish you die in the world, and just but, the oh, oh my so, god! So, Rock and Stone Cold, Undertaker and Kane, huh. Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, Rey Mysterio and Eddie, and Brie and Stephanie McMahon. One of these this, things is not like, like the, the other. other. This is I the mean, brain trust that when Kurt Angle got there, uh, they told Joe Briscoe that Kurt Angle was too slow to be taken seriously. And they said Joe Briscoe looked up and goes, all right, you go out there and you try to take me. And let me know how that goes for you. That's that's the type of brain trust. That's what Gerald Briscoe said? 
Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, <laughs> go out there and try. Go ahead, get him. All right, Chris. Yeah. Well, I, you know, kind of go back to Craig's original question. Like, you know, realistically, and it kind of goes back to what I said earlier in the, in the show, they need to make changes to the culture as a whole. They're going to need to make that to show that invest to make investors happy to make the street happy, to make, to, to make any potential buyers happy. So I do think that, that this is the prime opportunity for Triple H to, to you know, for, for lack of a better term, clean house, set in some place some actual corporate mandates, HR things, stop running a public company like a locker room, and put on a good product. Hire some talented people. Have some people who are gonna, gonna challenge the challenge his thoughts. You know, stop bringing out guys like Omas. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, stop hiring fitness models. Yeah. You know, but get you know the and just and just and establish a culture backstage that is a professional environment you know and that and professional environment doesn't mean you put on a suit it means you talk the talk you walk the walk and you treat everybody with respect and you use maximize the talent you have and you don't play you don't necessarily mean me to play favorites but you know you play favorites but <laughs> that's inevitable but strategic well thought out plans yeah. last bit not last minute ed, rewrites not changing your mind on a whim actual strategic culture shift they have that opportunity to completely reset yep and they need to do it now no yeah. whether they will or not because again it does bring back triple h is a guy and we know how much of a politician triple h is so i don't know that it's going to happen but he has that opportunity yeah if anything, Michael Cole has the opportunity to do an entire show without Vince yelling in his ear. Yes. Every, right. every 10 yes. seconds. Which I don't know if people realize this. The, the couple times I've heard him do commentary without Vince in his ear, he's really good. Like, I think it was the Cruiserweight Classic he did with Daniel Bryan. He was really, really good. And it's like, damn, Vince isn't in his ear. He's, a, he's great. But, you know, so maybe commentary gets a little better. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of things like like you were saying, you know, you would hear these stories about people wanting to meet Vince and they would wait outside of Vince's office for three, four hours and he would never meet them, you know. <laughs> or, you know, we go back to Sasha and Naomi and they go to meet Vince and they they air their grievances with Vince and Vince goes, you know, you made a really good point, but we're not changing anything. <laughs> well, why did we have this meeting then? Like, what's what's the point? Um, so there's gonna have to be a lot of uh Making over Triple H is going to have to do, um, but I think since but but if he does it right, then it takes yes. the stress off him. If he actually gets a team, yeah. runs it like a team, delegates properly, he will not have the stress. I mean, you got you got to imagine that. I mean, we've heard the stories, right? You got to imagine that just existing in WWE's sphere of influence is, is just a ball of stress on a constant basis. Yeah, it put Triple H in the hospital, right? But Triple H in the hospital. Did it kill Eddie Guerrero? I don't know. Probably not. But you know, it's mm. but but 
it it didn't help. Choose people. It choose. It, we've seen it. It chews wrestlers up and spits them out. Yeah, it does. It has. Uh, but with Vince gone, does this open the door for Sasha and Naomi to return? Question mark. You, 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 Exactly. I mean, so I can see Naomi coming back. It's a new regime, blah, blah, blah. Sasha, but Sasha is a Triple H woman. Yeah. So, I mean, I could definitely, I could definitely, it would not surprise me either way is what it comes down to. I I think they'll both come back. I think it was a matter of time anyway, but uh, I think uh, uh, she'll be coming back. Uh, The Danger Cruise, thank you for the follow. And he said, Vince is a bum bum. You know, (laughs) True words have never been spoken <laughs> when you get around to it. Uh oh god. Uh so we Kevin Dunn's gone, so we need to cut down on the editing, uh completely revert NXT back without an without a announcement, just make it happen. Uh what else do we want to see? We don't know about the world title, but complete 180 by WrestleMania is a good timeline. I think they can do it. I think, but I I do agree with Chris. I think, I think changes are going to happen, but I do think slow and steady, slow and steady. I know people are like, well, the, excuse me, the Monday night, Wednesday night wars and the Friday night wars with SmackDown. And what's that show called? Uh, Rampage. Um, I don't really think there's any competition. I don't think WWE's just got to worry about themselves. Without Vince, they just have to worry about themselves and correct the ship. Then you worry about. Yeah. yeah. As long as we see the hurt business at WrestleMania, I'm fine. That's it. That's all I want. I brought a t-shirt and you broke them up the next week. Come on, man. <laughs> it was your fault. If you never bought that t-shirt, they'd still be together. I don't even buy wrestling t-shirts anymore, man, and they broke them up. Old, and, and if you hear the story with that, I, I lastly I heard him in an interview. He goes, they all went and they begged Vince not to do it, and Vince just wasn't gonna wasn't it. That's just being a stubborn old man at that point. Yeah. Well, it's being a 79-year-old who's uh is gonna rely on the stuff that worked in the 80s and 90s and not what works for today. Yeah. And which is why you have backstage sketches and we have 24-7 titles and um just basic you know your your tomfoolery and stuff um last night i don't know if you were able to see it did they show the ray mysterio uh celebration 20th anniversary celebration derek did you see it okay okay i wasn't sure of that because that doesn't count as a backstage skit it just it marked the return of of ray ripley which is great but Mm -hmm. um Hopefully we'll see the uh, the no more of those thing. And if they get rid of the twenty four seven title, I'd be very very oh. happy about that. And he takes Rhea Ripley, who you could main event any show you want with her and Bianca for the title. And at WrestleMania, he has her next to Nikki Ash. <laughs> what? what is, come speaking, on, speaking man. of names, let's go back to let's go back to Piper Niven and Nikki Cross. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, that's it. There you yeah. go. Just See? Easy. Simple. Yep. Oh, we don't like dewdrop. We don't like dewdrop. No. No, no. I think if, if the, there is anything to get out of dewdrop, Triple H will find it. Yes. And I think she can time. be effective. And the same yeah. thing with almost. I mean, uh, Omas. Um, yeah. He's got two left feet. He makes Giant Gonzalez look like Luthez, but a guy that's seven foot two, wow. you need to do. You can't. How do you mess that up? You can't yeah. because he sucks. But you can get something. A guy that mm-hmm. big, you can get something out of. Mm-hmm. Vince just yeah. kept him because he's big. Yeah. Triple H can actually work with somebody and not put him in the ring where you expose how horrible he is. There's other ways to use a seven foot two guy. Oh, okay. Uh, you guys took the lead for a while. So I was, uh, I was just hanging back. I, I loved it. It's been a long day. I was enjoying the hell out of that. Uh, so what comes next? What do you, what do you want to see going into SummerSlam or coming out of SummerSlam? Uh, the uh, Danger Crew says complete 180. By SummerSlam. Uh, Derek, you first. What do you, what do you want to see coming out of SummerSlam? What do you expect? Mm, shouldn't be much to ask for. I want things to make sense. Which You don't like nonsensical be, stuff? Shouldn't be too much to ask for. I, I don't want to see rematches. The Usos and the Street Profits, they have great matches. I don't need to see them wrestling every week. I don't need to see any combination. I don't need to see Dolphins versus Jay. I don't need to see Jay versus Montez, Montez versus Jay. No combination of that. Because they'll run, they'll run the same matches all week and then do it at the pay-per-view too. And it's like, well, what's why did I watch them on TV if they're just gonna rush you at the pay-per-view? Um I want to see people give given giving their names back. Uh, you know, he's Tommaso Ciampa. I watched them on your team, I watched them on your network be Tommaso Ciampa. For the last five years, why are you changing his name? Give Matt Riddle the Matt back. It's his name. It's his birth name. That's who he is. It's on his birth certificate. Give the guy's damn name back. I, I want it to be called title belts. It's just little things like that. And I also think they have an ace up the sleeve because whenever Cody Rhodes comes back, he's going to be a big deal because he, you know, he was just starting to hit his stride when he got hurt. I think if you can bring Cody back, we were talking about guys who could take the belt off of Roman. Um, Cody's a guy, or hey, maybe that Bobby Lashley guy who's almost fifty and still moves like he's twenty years old and looks like a million bucks. Put the belt Who? on him, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> oh, forgot. Yeah, you know he that Lashley and Roman is a fresh match. You know, stop calling the the Brock Lesnar's to come back. But um, I just want things to make sense. I want people who weren't given opportunities like a Ricochet. I want to see them get opportunities i want the intercontinental title to mean something it's because right now it's just a prop make that belt mean something you know and bring back tag team wrestling you have you have alpha academy who are great the usos are great like let's bring back tag team wrestling while we're at it the thing is derek we have tag team wrestling it's just the same tag teams every damn week i've seen the usos and three profits and you know why they put on great matches because all they've done is wrestle each other for three straight months. <laughs> yeah. So they know each other inside and out. Same thing with Sheamus and 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 uh, Drew McIntyre. Again, how many times have we seen that? And both those guys have been in the company for 10 years. Um, I'm all for all of that. I, we know Triple H loves tag teams. 
Um, so that then that's fine, but we need some other tag teams and not just Alpha Academy and the Street Profits and um, uh, the Usos. Um, that's it. I could that they're the only three tag teams in all of WWE. Get more, make more. I was gonna um, say, here's an here's an idea. Make some more. Yeah, yeah that's and that, and not just two two singles guys that now they put AJ and Dolph Ziggler as a team out of nowhere. Um, get actual you know tag team wrestlers and uh, and make a tag team and break up the monotony. Even with uh, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. Lashley's already beaten Austin Theory, and so why did they have a rematch at SummerSlam? Yeah. You beat the guy flat in the middle of the ring like a plate of piss. So why does he get a rematch? The same they did the same thing with Seth and Cody. Cody beat Seth every single time, yet he's still getting rematches on pay-per-view. Why? That's I uh, yes, change it up, please. Find out if Seth is a heel or not. I don't know what. Yeah. <clears throat> They're doing with yeah. that, or or just drop that character altogether. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so it's so it's dumb. It's funny you brought up. It's funny you brought up tag teams because the dark match before Raw, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin came out, and I was like, damn it, that's right. Like you have them as a tag team, and you just keep them open television. Why? Yes, bring the her business back. Tell bring stay MVP. I made a mistake. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, almost is gone. Or you keep him in the hurt business, have him yeah. be the insurance policy, yeah. and bring Cedric and and Shelton and Bobby back to the fold and make them faces, since Bobby mm. is um a, a great face. Um, he just needs a mouthpiece, and yeah. Chris's head is going to explode. So go ahead, Chris. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's I think it comes down to what do we want to see? What have we been trying to say? We've wanted to see for years since the inception of this podcast. We want to see new stars. The thing you got to do coming out of SummerSlam is get away from Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar 18 and move towards something new, creating those new stars. It could be Cody Rhodes. It could be, absolutely. But I mean, you need to start building up your bench. You need to take us in a new direction. You need to break up the monotony. Um, you need to need to find new stuff. Take some risks. Do some things that Vince McMahon would never have done. You know, and they they're not all going to work, but there is a, there is calculated, uh, you know, calculated risks. There are things like you got a guy like we were talking about Ricochet. Take a risk on a guy who can do what Ricochet does. Let him try or fail on his own. Hell, just let him sell some merch. Yeah. What's the what problem with that? You know, to me, yeah, to me, Chris, he's the the Ray Mysterio of this generation. He could be that guy, right? Um, that gives me a, a upper, you know, mid card guy. And Derek, you said make the Intercontinental Championship mean something. You keep the belt on Walter, not mm-hmm. Gunther, Walter. For a yeah. year, because yeah. that's the guy to keep it on. If you want to keep it, you want to make the internet continental belt something, you put it on that guy, yeah. and you leave it on that guy. Yeah. Same thing if you want to do it with Theory as the United States champion. As much as I don't want to see Lashley do a job to uh, Theory, if Austin Theory 
is your United States champion, a la the Honky Tonk Man, a guy you think he's going to get beat every single time he goes out there and finds a way to win and keeps his belt. You keep that on him for a year, going into WrestleMania or SummerSlam next year, he's the man. And you need to right now. I think they need to find a plan, whatever it is, to 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 find the guy who is going to take that next step, and is going to be the guy to take Roman Reigns out. That's that's your number one question. Who is going to not necessarily replace uh, replace Roman Reigns, but who's going to take the baton from Roman Reigns for a while? Roman Reigns is always going to have a place in that company. I mean, Roman Reigns, as, as, as Derek alluded to, Roman Reigns is up here, everybody else is wherever. Um, you, you, I mean, it comes back down to like, make use of all your pieces. You've got all this talent, utilize it. Why is Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin on dark matches? You know, I mean, you know, we, any any number of people we could we, we could talk ad nauseum again about these guys, but I really think that by WrestleMania you need to establish a new direction, and then 2023 is all Triple H. It's a new world. It's a new vision. It's a new year, it, and hopefully we've guided guided this juggernaut in a new healthy fresh direction yeah and i don't i and i i can argue what the pieces need to be or not need to be but if it's something new and interesting and gets me tuning in again yeah that is what i want to see yeah otherwise if you're going to continue with you know 24 7 shenanigans and roman reigns brock lesnar until the end of time you, you got nothing for me you, yeah. you, you're not going to get a dime out of me. I'm not going to go to your show. Yeah. The only reason I even watch your shows is because I get it because I'm an ex- a Comcast subscriber. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's if you do what you always do, you get what you always get. And Chris, I, I agree with, with everything you said. And I think the guy that was going to give Roman Reigns a break was going to be Cody. And was, he got hurt. And but I I think that was that was that was it that was the uh, because Cody came in way better than he was ever presented in AEW and he was yeah. part owner of the damn company. Yeah, you you got to get to the point where you don't need Rome anymore. Yeah. Yes, and and we mentioned they've done it before because in the early nineties when you were getting rid of the Warriors and the Hogan's and the Sergeant Slaughters, they started pushing Brett and Shawn. And then mm-hmm. Razor came in and one, two, three came. And they started pushing all these new guys. So when you can push Hogan out the way, you had a new set of stars. And they need to start doing that now. And like you say, you have a guy in Ricochet. You have Mufasa Ali, who uh, is great. And they had him on TV for a week and then he disappeared again. You have all these guys who could be great if you bring back a Gargano and a Ciampa and you call up. You know, I hate saying his name. Call up Braun Breaker. There's a guy in Carmelo Hayes in NXT. He's amazing. Rick Steiner's son. Yeah. Yes, Rick Steiner's son. Uh, Carmelo Hayes. I mean, look, they took a guy in. I know him as Eli Drake. They changed his name to LA, LA Knight. He was great as LA Knight. Vince calls him up to the main roster, changes his name again, and makes him a manager. Like, yeah. Stupid. The guy yeah. can talk. He looks like a million bucks, and you made him a manager. 
So you have to rehab all these guys. And I think he'll have a nice roster of guys who by mania can be stars. Yeah. I mean, look, when, uh, when, uh, when Hall and Nash left WWE, um, that was a big major blow, but WWE already had Austin rock and Mick Foley in the fold. So they had bullets left over. They've got no bullets now. Um, and what the, the ones that they had, they've, they've just done that. They've run to death. And even, does even anybody even remember when Drew was champion? He beat Brock Lesnar in five minutes. I do. Or when, when, when Bobby Lashley was champion for a hot minute. It is, it is asinine to me that they didn't not rehash the run, but give him a second run when the crowds came back. Yeah. They robbed him. That is a goddamn, that is a goddamn crime. And that is on nobody but management and the writers. That's not on, that is not on Drew. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's what I think it should be. I think, I think if you can get to one, if you want to distill it down to one point, I think they need to start listening to their fans. Yep. I mean, not all of them. Not all. Well, I mean, within reason. There's always, there's yeah. always within reason. Yeah. But you know, you've had guys. We want CM Punk. We want Johnny Gargano. We want Finn Balor. We want Shinsuke Nakamura. You have the guys that are, and the audience has tried to tell you repeatedly, these are the guys we want to see more of. And Vince has repeatedly said, no. So, how about saying yes? How about giving us a bit more? And when we're sick of them, we'll tell you. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I think the WWE should bring Ric Flair back to take the belts for Roman. Then we can watch him fall over trying to lift the belts. Oh. <laughs> By the way, is anyone going to watch his last match? No, I don't give a fuck. Nope. Okay. No, I don't care. No, no, no. I will watch the network and watch old uh, NWA, WCW stuff. Uh, much respect to Rick as a as a wrestler, uh, as a person. I can do without. Uh, and I don't need to see his last match. His last match already happened. Of all the things we've talked, I was going to say. I was going to say as far as far as I'm concerned, it happened with Shawn Michaels. So that's yeah. Of all nah. the things that we have talked about, that was bad. Uh, one of the. One of the things they did right, in my opinion, was that final Ric Flair match. I'm ignoring mm-hmm. his TNA run, too. Yeah. Sorry, Jay no. Lethal. That, that's not your fault, either. As far as I'm concerned, the end of that was amazing. Even the moment was emotional for everybody watching. Yeah. Everybody watching who grew up watching Ric Flair smack around and be a little shithead to all of their favorite wrestlers and and come up and then come back to WWE and have a tag team run and and all this stuff and just finally say goodbye in that way and have that match or have that celebration with all the boys that next night or week on Raw. I don't remember the timeline now. That was it. Yeah, the Danger Crew says, I don't want to watch the man die in the ring, so I'm not watching. I mean, it's just he almost died a couple of years. No, no, no. And and I jokingly was kind of taking a dump on him, but in all seriousness, 
that man doesn't have anything to prove wrestling rise. Why would you work on rebuilding your character as a man? Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of people that will pay to see you go on a I'm sorry, tour. Do do the do the one night uh, you know, the mic night stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. I agree. What also would make this day historic is not only this is the first this is the first podcast we've ever done that where Vince McMahon is not the president of the WWE on the same day that Judah McDaniel was born. So this is a very historic HIAC talk radio podcast. Thank you. Yes, it is. Can you uh can we um can we get the middle name tangent? <laughs> Hyphenate it? That's his Judah Daniel McDonald. J- yeah, Judah yeah. Daniel Come McDonald. On, yeah. JDM, baby. When I go see mom tomorrow, I'll I'll bring it up. Hey, 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 babe. How you feeling? Dan wants to know. I know you have COVID and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to bring it up like that. Just bring it up. Listen, hon, babe, sweetheart. I was talking to Dan. He's he's like he's real. He's real sad. You have COVID. Blah, blah. COVID and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 it's not important. Can you make the kid's middle name Daniel? Could you do that for him? Or 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 how this? Or, or instead of Judah, tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> instead of Judah, Judan. 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 I I want to ask you something though, new daddy. All completely off topic here. Um, have you have you gotten any rest? Are you going to? Um, yeah, yeah. He's home, and the baby and mommy are in the hospital. Are you kidding? He came. Oh, he's got to walk the dog. Yeah, <laughs> Um, he came at two thirty three in the morning. Uh, we got back to the room around four thirty. I think I slept an hour. Wow. Okay. So, well, now I feel well, like a shithead. Anyway, you mind. listen to this. You listen to this podcast. It'll put you right to sleep. Okay, guaranteed. Okay. Right. Yeah, it's more because uh, Craig's boring. Go fuck yourself, Craig. <laughs> uh, have... <laughs> and by the way, uh, Danger Cruz says, you know, he should be the face for the ne- WWE for the next twenty years. That Ashton Ziegler chick, she's hot, and that would be yeah. badass. And I agree. Yes. We just need to get her some training. She wants to. And and both, you know, sidebar, both Foxy Foxy and I told her the same thing. Uh, Get to New Jersey to to go to those training schools. That's where you want to train. So it's nice to be aligned with somebody who knows. I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. All right, sweet. I know sometimes when I'm talking. Uh, Gentlemen, before we go on this extravagant, Vince Stravaganza. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I'm not naming the episode that it's simply named Goodbye, Vinnie Mac. <laughs> there you go. No longer invincible. Um, <laughs> Danger Cruz says, Named the Crotch Guns. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Wow. I think I know who that is, Derek. They're kidding. Um, uh, no, Judah is a fucking fantastic. Uh, but uh, I'll forever be say that's the one that got away. Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> start with you, Derek. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about this whole McMahon thing that we haven't yet 
anything that we've missed final thoughts oh just you know if i'm triple h uh and stephanie the, the best revenge is um to make wwe a place where wrestlers want to come again um to boost the ratings up probably i'll never get it back to attitude i'll probably never get to those numbers but get all the numbers above where vince had it over the last couple years that'll be the biggest middle finger to Vince, is just to do that and have people have wrestlers happy to come to work also if it comes when it comes to creative you might want to sit down with that Heyman guy from time to time and have a couple conversations with him i hear he's pretty good at that stuff sometimes so yeah whatever do you mean <laughs> you know he kind of yes they chant every time they're in philadelphia you know yeah and, no, if he, who and, knows? If, and if he honestly didn't want the job, he would be doing it. But I know he doesn't want that. Um, but uh, yeah, he, yeah, look at it this way: in the WWE, the checks will never bounce. Never. There you go. Yeah. 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 You won't have to put your house up. Yeah, you'll be okay. Mister uh, Green. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I think we said it a couple times. This this thing. This is this is WWE's opportunity to reset, refresh, and start the new era of WWE, whatever that's going to be called. <laughs> but the post-Vince era has begun starting yesterday, really. But um, still, make the most of it. Apps fans, make your, make your uh, current fans happy again. We, we all, they'll, they'll spend money. And they spend money. That's only good for the company. And you know, but I'm, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm hopeful. I'm not too too excited because it's still it's still a McMahon at the helm. But um, you know, let's hope it. Let's hope something comes out of this. That's that brings WWE back to something approaching what we why we became wrestling fans in the first place. Everyone buy stock of WWE. That's probably true. Uh, Craig, your final thoughts or point we've missed? I have no final thought. I grew up with the man in the yellow jacket, watching him every Saturday morning and Saturday afternoon from the Hamburg Fieldhouse um, in Hamburg, Pennsylvania, do a show talking about the great wrestling that we're going to see in the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. <laughs> and to see him gone now um, from the company that he... He uh, helped um, build up and subsequently destroy once his father died. Um, I'm very happy to see him gone, if only because something needed to change. Something had to change. Nothing was going to happen. The only good thing I can say about this, Dan, is that for this to happen, Vince didn't die. And I thought that was the only way that this was going to happen. And Vince, we all know, is going to outlive us all because he refuses to die. Just like the year is young. Yes, I know. But um, I'm like Chris, um, who you can see the unbridled enthusiasm on his face. I share that. I mirror his unbridled enthusiasm because I um, cannot wait to see what happens next with this product that I've loathed for so many years. But. It's got nowhere to go but up. It honestly cannot get any worse uh, than it has been or that it was back in the late uh, 80s, early 90s. So um, let's go, team. Go, go, go okay. get them. Now, now that we've stopped the show, I do have one bombshell. 
Yes, sir. Okay. I'm going to go in the same order. Uh, uh, new new pop up. Conspiracy theory time. Oh, goody. Any part of eh, any part of you, and Craig, I'm piggybacking off of a comment you made a couple weeks. Ago. Mm-hmm. So, oh, goody you. <laughs> um, to any part of you that think maybe just a little that Stephanie and Stephanie orchestrated something. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's what I yes. thought. That's what I yes. thought. That's what I thought, yeah. Derek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy. Just a little bit after what he did to Trips and then what he did to her and the way she was uh, Craig said it this week again too after the way she was treated in the press when she left. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. All you need to do is say the right thing to the right board member. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I want to say uh, other conspiracy theory, um, Vince. Obviously, Vince isn't dead. He's just no longer the president. But how much Paul McCartney? How much sway does he still have with the company? Obviously, he's on the phone with somebody during the. Obviously, he watched what happened on Monday Night Raw. Maybe Who is he talking to? Triple H resets his phone and loses his number. That's what I was thinking. I wonder if he's calling him in that Yeah. You, Triple H just having a conversation. He just goes, oh, I'm just going to ignore that. Look, I don't know what that was. Look, I mean, you, you can't, the, the short of, you can't prevent him. You can't make him sell his shares. Yeah. But you don't have to take his phone call. That is true. He, he only gets a vote once a year in the annual meeting. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, so he's going to have influence over the board members because he's a majority shareholder. So he, he can say who's going to be on the board. But if they're smart and they want to avoid SEC ramifications, he's goes away. Okay. Now, and with, I don't know. He he could, but you know, it's, he's still he he like you said, majority, as majority shareholder, he can still make his opinion known. Yeah. In certain ways. It's going to be a fun summer. Sure. But but. You know, but, like I said, I mean, if you sell the company, yeah, he's out. He's out. And he's really out. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of hoping a little bit, bit. Like I understand it's her, it's her father, but Stephanie is looking at all this and see how he's treated as her mother, and goes, and I answer that. Right now. Yeah. Uh, another person we haven't talked about, and he was part of this in some way, shape, or form. Uh, the report that came out that Shane McMahon is still not welcome back uh, in the WWE. Shane. Uh, poor Shane, the firstborn. Yeah. His only son. Uh. But it's Don you, know I, you know what? I like Shane, but I think we're all better for it. <laughs> to control, you know. Yeah. I like he has seen one, You've seen him kick a garbage can once. You've seen them all. <laughs> you, see him, you see him dance like a fool and have those dis- disappointing punches. But and still, you've seen him once. You've seen him. But how stupid does Vince feel now? Because the last time we saw the family out together was at a UFC event, and Shane can still say, "Hey, Dad, remember when I said we should buy this company for a million dollars, and you said no? 
because instead you wanted to buy a World Bodybuilding Federation. Remember that? And look where we are now. And we're, and we're at a and we're at an event that gets better ratings and draws more people than we do on a consistent basis. But you didn't Is that like the buy Steve Morrison. Remember when you could have bought me shares at Apple? Yeah. <laughs> and I saw I saw a story today where you know they sent they sent Shane home at the Royal Rumble, and apparently him and Vince got into it. And Vince told him, as long as I'm a part of this company, you will never get another pop again. You'll never be welcome back. Yeah, that was the same thing I saw, Derek, because he showboated. He he yeah. didn't uh, stick to what he was supposed to do at the Rumble. First of all, he shouldn't have been in it in the first place. Nope. But uh, yeah, he because he still believes that he's you know, the best wrestler in the world, like that <laughs> stupid cup that he won in uh, South Africa or South or Saudi Arabia, whatever it was. Somebody's going to make like a series about the McMahons and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be on Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> Season three, baby, the Vince McMahon story. Yeah, but he, there, there's Vince's revenge. He goes, fuck you guys. I'm going to Vice. I'm going to do Dark World. Yeah. Because yeah, the thing is, a, a, a definitive Vince McMahon biography would have to be produced by the WWE, which means you're not going to hear a lot of the shit mm-hmm. that uh, he's, you know. Remember that, that time he raped the referee? Yeah. I still think either Chris, Mc, Chris McDonald or uh, Dennis Quaid should play him in the uh, in the movie. Chris O'Donnell? No, Chris McDonald, uh, Shooter McGavin, and um. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. If, he, yeah. if you saw, if any of you seen the 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 HBO Max series Hacks, he's got gray hair. He looks exactly yeah, like he Vince. does. You're right. But I've yes, always said does. either him or Dennis Quaid should play Vince in the Vince story. Voiced by Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Not Shane. Shane can't play Vince. We're screwing over Shane again. Fuck man. Yeah, that would, even be, even that would be. Even we don't have room for Shane. Nah, not Shane. Get Chris McDonald or Dennis Quaid. Shane, he doesn't look enough like Vince. No. Speaking of getting that going home, it's time go to go home. home. It's time to go home. Chris, uh, well, Derek, congratulations. You don't have social media, so we'll just say congratulations, sir. My best to you and the wife, and hopefully you both get some sleep, and I hope she feels better soon. But again, just bring it up. I know you have COVID, honey. Dan has an idea and just wants to tell you right now. I know that's foremost on your mind of what Dan wants. Um, no, don't tell her that. Please just give her She's that. already mad at me because this morning I was talking to her about Vince McMahon. Like, I was just <laughs> telling her all the stories. She was like, oh, really, Derek? I don't really, Derek? You son of a he's bitch. A yeah, he is. Well, I mean, he is. Um, hey, we're all perverts at one point. Some of us grow up. Uh, Derek, congratulations, sir. Chris? Where can people follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Omega Squad. Mr. Lagans. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Craig Lagans, C-R-A-I-G-L-I-G-G-E-O-N-S. And another big shout out because I honestly did not think I would see you today, but I'm so very happy for you, uh, Derek McDonald, your brand new baby boy, Judah. I mean, you have a new son and the Mets win the World Series in the same year. It, uh, I could not just, be happier for you. You jinxed him. You just jinxed him. That's why I said it, Dan. Oh, exactly why I said it. Last time I checked, the Mets were beating the Yankees. So I'll have that. If, that hold, if they hold on, I'll have that for the Mets. So. 
Well, I'll be able to tell you, I'll be able to tell you in a second because I've had a sports scroll going the entire time on the stream. <laughs> it was five three about five minutes ago. It would be very Mets for us to lose six five in the bottom. It was six five the next time the ticker comes around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be very Mets. Yeah, I'll let you know. Hey, the Iron Pigs are winning. Who exactly? Um, <laughs> Danger Crew says, "Congrats on the sex, Derek." Yes, that's <laughs> one of us again, Tom. Uh, hey, hey, don't speak. Hey, 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 for hey, me. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm fine. Me hey, too. Uh, follow me at Dan Law. Yes, you are fine. Uh, <laughs> follow me at Dan Law 83. This podcast can be found on its own network, HIAC Talk Radio. Go to your phone or your tablet or your computer, whatever podcast app you use on those devices, type in. H-I-A-C Hitties. Uh talk radio network. Subscribe, like, uh, follow, uh, listen, press play. Press play when you're going to sleep. It's fine. As long as there's a stream, I don't care if you hear the show, as long as we have stream numbers. Do those things. Uh for Craig Lagans, for Derek McDonald, for Omega Squad. I'm the other guy. Goodbye. <laughs>